along with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Ghost Chronicles International. I am Ron Kolick, and sitting right next to me is Mr. Steve Parsons, right here on Tojinet, Pararex, Planet Paranormal, and perhaps the Ghost Box, if we are on it, so... You think you can stay awake long enough to do the introduction? Do you know, I'm a, it's a good job this is radio, because if this was television, they would, the few remaining listeners would switch off in droves if they could see the reality of... He's sitting here right now wearing a pair of shorts, one sock, grey vest, smoking a stogie with a bottle of warm beer. And what's your problem? No, it's just the illusion of the Van Helsing. Mm-hmm. That's what paranormal investigators do anyway. So we just completed our three-day extravaganza of... Uh, a hole in the sock as well. Yeah, spirit. Does it really? Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't see it. Yeah, whatever. Uh, we just completed our three-day extravaganza of spirit quests. Of the, I like to call it the weekend of the walking dead uh, because that's pretty much what it is. It goes all weekend long. It was exciting. And, of course, the highlight of the the uh, weekend was what, Steve? The end, going home. No, 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 no. <laughs> it was, of course, Mary Iguana. Oh, God, the Iguana. Yeah. All of, we, yeah, all of the schedules got thrown out because you got an Iguana. A haunted Iguana, though. Yeah, it, it took you how long to blag that off, Keith? I didn't blag it off him. Mean, no, he he wanted me, it to me. Please for, give me the iguana. For being, you know, please the, the top. Please give me the iguana. The top. Please give me the iguana. Top uh, New England investigator. He gave it to me for as an award. You were the only New England investigator there. No, it's true. But that's you were the only part. one that had been begging and pleading on all fours to give you the iguana. No, 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 no. I didn't even know what this iguana looked like, so I had no idea. Give me the iguana. But anyways. They, uh, the we, whole schedule for the la- for the main event on the Saturday night, which consisted, hunt. yeah, the ghost hunt, Da Vinci Code ghost hunt, yeah, the Da Vinci Code ghost hunt lasted for was supposed to last for four hours, and there were several different themes throughout it as they hunted for the four stations exactly. And what really four happened? We got halfway through it, and you decided everybody could go home because Mary the Iguana was going to come out to play. That was my station, so I yeah. decided So you to... dismissed everybody and no, no, we, my, all got, my team was we all got sent home. You got sent home. Me and Anne, your two co-hosts, got sent home because mm-hmm. you wanted to play with the Iguana. No, I didn't play the with Iguana. We were actually... Yeah. Shut your uh, eyes, count to three, open them, and oh my god, Ninja Iguana, it's moved! Yes, we, we learned to stare at Iguanas, just as pretty much on the same uh, principles as, of course, the George Clooney movie, uh, Men Who Stared at Goats. And uh, for, it was for the, the British, if you remember, the, yeah, I'm just for, the, for our British listeners, I'm mm-hmm. just explaining that this is exactly the same idea as the YouTube, famous YouTube video of the Ninja Cat. I don't know that one. No, the Brits do. What is it? Um, explain the principles. They they know they know. 
explain the principles to us Americans, us ignorant Americans, please. Well, you close your eyes, and when you open them, it's suddenly moved, or it's suddenly done something, and you close your eyes again. When you open your eyes, it's frozen still, solid. But it's well, see, that, that was only one portion of what yeah. we did. The, the main well, we portion, were there, we'd been dispatched. The main portion, of course, was the staring at it. We stared at the iguana for several minutes. Uh, and, and did to, this lump of wood move? Uh, of course. We have many reports from the participants. Many. Yes, many. 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 One group, entire group, saw it, and uh, four of the, no, uh, I guess only one of the other group didn't. So the haunted iguana did move, and life is good. My experiment was an overwhelming success. And if you go onto my Facebook page, Ronald Colick, you can see uh, the iguana and, uh, you know, witness for yourself if you think this thing is evil or not. So take a look. Oh, it, oh it's evil. It is. Cause it's it was definitely evil. You know, Keith Johnson uh, received it from a, uh, a house he was called in to investigate of demonic possession. And the homeowners certainly thought that this was possessed. So. I'm not surprised. Hmm. So there's a story. But people can actually see the iguana. If you're listening in the U.S., you can see the iguana today, tonight. Where? In a few hours' time in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Oh, yeah. Because in a few hours' time, we're, you ta- me in the dragon we're taking Mary the iguana, Mary iguana on a trolley bus tour around Portsmouth, New Hampshire at 7 o'clock this evening. There'll probably be a great fire in Portsmouth tonight. There probably will be. You know, because of the evil iguana yeah. has yeah. gone. Yeah, an iguana dipped in gasoline will suddenly ignite. Anyway, thank you for uh, listening. Tune in next week when we have more on uh, Harry the uh, Hip Cat. But no, anyways. Harry the Haunted Lampshade. There you go. So, anyways, that was all exciting. Uh, you know, it was uh, an interesting thing. Uh, Steve would not get involved in such nonsense. He'd much rather have you stare at mirrors. So, uh, you know, I mean, I find that much more. <clears throat> you don't tell what? to well knowledgeable than uh, sorry staring at iguana. Okay, so anyway, it was really exciting. But um, all in all, I mean, you you did a talk on Battlefield Angels. You did a talk on the Exorcism. I mean, all in all, what was your field? Did you? <clears throat> well, this season was by far the best of the. Um, That's the fourth one I've attended. I thought it was by far the best. We had great participants. We had great speakers, and um, great food. What are you doing? Uh, Nate just said he oh. was on that case with uh, Keith Johnson. What, with the iguana? With Mary Iguana. Oh, Nate, phone in. Phone in. Call in, Nate. Tell us all about the iguana. We can take the phone Somehow. Oh, okay. This is interesting. I, I, mean, I don't sure. know how. Either do I. Well, you we could, Connie, give us the details in the chat room. I suppose. And you can read them. So, you so are Nate, now the, Nate you are was, now. was the iguana evil? And what's the iguana's real name? Mary Iguana. Mary what? Mary Iguana. Mary Iguana. Uh, there's the number, so we can call in and actually help us out with this I case that we were I don't know how we're going to route it through, though, because... They'll do that. That's what they get paid the big bucks for. Okay. You and I just... Okay. Yeah, yeah, so come on, fun. Nate. Tell us all about Mary the Iguana. In the case of it, right. Yeah, anyway. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. back in the real world, I thought... I mean, this is the fourth Spirit Quest I've been to, and I thought it was... It was... It flowed really nicely. You missed the first one? Yeah. I was um, dealing with um, an outbreak, an infestation of iguanas. Mm. The um, the speakers were good, um, and we had some. We had an interesting um, new, new twist this year. We had the psychic artist. 
Right. Um, people could get uh, spirit uh, ancestor drawings, or uh, we call it ancestor drawings. I suppose your parents or grandparents are ancestors, aren't they? Oh, they don't have to be. She she was on the first spirit quest, in fact, and did. That's why we I did it. Seen. We did a seance, and uh, she did uh, drawings of people that came through, and I still have a couple of those in my office at home, and uh, they were interesting, uh, to say the least. Um, some people believe absolutely that they were drawings of loved ones that had passed, but uh, I haven't had that experience, so I really can't comment on it, but it's certainly interesting. How interesting? Well, I was saying it was something we hadn't had before. I know that uh, our mute, your, your co-host on The Next Generation, Anne, the blonde bombshell had a, a drawing. Oh, she did. Yeah, she had a re, uh, one of these drawing. Is it a drawing or a reading? Or I, I don't know. I it's don't, confusing. Um, she did an interesting talk as well. That um, there was also um, a talk by your other co-host on the morning show, Roxy, who was talking about angels and um, how to create your own angel altar mm. and That's angel numerology, which was. Um, and Roxy will be there tonight, too, with marijuana. Yeah. One of them will move. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> one of the one of them is made of wood. <laughs> she can't hear us, though, can she? No good listeners. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, and uh, I did a, a presentation on the Shroud of Turn and Spirit Destiny, which was... Yeah, you got really this replica to... of the Shroud that you're in, haven't you? Yeah, and you know what's the interesting part about it is that when you take a photograph of it, it's actually clearer than looking at it. Mm -hmm. And that's because it's a negative Im image. I I think, well, we there's actually 3D data encoded in it too as well. Yeah. I think we should try a three, um, a th perhaps a, uh, so everybody was taking selfies with Jesus. It was pretty interesting. And we found that was a website as well. Yes, we did. But what about taking pictures of the iguana and seeing that that comes out as a negative? Yeah, there are pictures, but I did not see any of that. Uh, no. Or put the iguana with the shroud. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. But there is a, a huge amount of work that goes into Spirit Quest that I don't think people realize. You know, they turn up and they, they have a good time. We had a called Rich... Um, Laban one. Yeah, and Steve, who did, the, who did their fantastic uh, seance magic. Bizarre magic, as I like to call it. Oh, they don't like that. They don't like that. They call it paranormal performance, which which was on the Friday night, and that was that was baffling and very entertaining. And of course, they stuck they stuck around for the talks because a lot of what takes place in the paranormal is of interest to them for developing new performances. Right. In fact, they bought my book and a bottle of special blend. And, and I'm going to be in part of one of the uh, performances now, so that's extremely interesting. You're in the, you've also used that for. I, I was just, I was interested and in, um, to discover that it's very effective in haunted Audis. Oh yeah, it works. I'd never heard that before. Yeah, you'd never uh, made mention of the fact that you had to cleanse well, an Audi. Well, if you ever read my book, of course you would have realized that. Well, I've read I've read as much of yours as you've read of mine. Oh, three pages, pretty good. Mm. Which three? Front cover, the back cover, and Which the three? Yeah, the front cover, the back cover, and the spine. Mm. So, anyways, uh, that was good. Uh, Battlefield Angels. I, I wish I had got to see her that talk, but I wasn't. You didn't miss it. Available. Uh, so, 
I mean, of course, you're talking about the famous battles of what Le Mans or something. Angels of Le Mans. The famous battle of uh, what you? Angels of Le Mans. Or yeah, the Angels of Le Mans. These are the the Angels of Le Mans because it's a very famous case that takes place in, in France. Um, and over a period of 24 hours, a group of angels um, race around, and it's the one that's completed the, the greatest distance in the 24 hours. I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, they're sponsored by big you know, by big motor racing teams. Now, this is something you might know about, and because you know everything, is you tell me many by times by comparison to as you tell me many times. Uh, so, I was told at the Spirit Quest that there is a famous case of a monastery in France where the sisters became possessed. Oh, oh yeah. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but you're absolutely right. It was they, Le Mans. They went around in circles. They, they, it wasn't Le Mans, um, but they did get possessed, and they um, they performed acts uh, that, uh, that were extremely lewd mm-hmm. upon one another, um, and every one of them was, was said to be possessed. And uh, I can't remember the name, the details of it, but yes, absolutely. So right. you are aware of the case, then? Oh, God, yeah. If I was been back home, I, you know, when we were talking about placeholders, I know, I know you could just go you. I'd know on the shelf which cabinet, one it was yeah. and give you the name and details. But yes, um, there was a um, haunted monastery, um, convent in France. I would like to find out more information, and I'm going to have to do some research myself. I wasn't aware of it until, uh, I believe, in China. Oh, Keith Johnson was the one that told me about Keith Johnson was there, did uh, Demonology 101, which I was able to sit in a, a portion of. Anyway, it. that was past. So what's what's for the future? What's for the rest of the... Uh, what dining with the Dead. Oh, Dining, dining, with, yeah, the dining dead. with the Dead. A dead psychologist by the name of Steve Parson. So uh, what's that work then? Because that's of no interest, of course, to people back home in the UK because they can't come to dining with the dead. No, they can't. So you brought but it up. We've, but, but we've been looking at some um, developing, trying to develop some experiments examining electronic voice phenomena okay. uh, in, in a, a, a using the distance between us as part of the experiment we have. to see if it's possible for perhaps oh. questions. There we go. Go ahead. To see if it's possible for, to have maybe questions asked in one country and a response given three and a half thousand miles away okay. to those questions. So you want to come closer? Cause so I no, I can't. You'll have to read it from there. Go on, just read it. Okay. Um, this is from Nate in the chat room who went on with Keith Johnson on this uh, the uh, famous iguana case. Yeah. And he says the homeowner who bought it while on vacation just wanted the thing out of her house. She kept it in the shed while interviewing her on a house cleansing, I asked, would you prefer us to take it? And she said yes, because she believed the negative energy contributed to what was happening in her house. And that's how Keith got it, which is how I get it. But why didn't Nate take it? Oh, Nate doesn't want that evil thing in his Nate, house. wouldn't you like it? Why didn't you take the iguana? He didn't want that evil thing in his house. I want to find out from the, I'm asking the horse's mouth. Okay. Yeah. So find out why Nate didn't take it because, it, according to that, uh, Nate asked if. Um, the By the way, where was Nate? He would, didn't show up at Spirit Quest. Uh, Nate did apologize. Did send me a message to explain that he had um, uh, another much more urgent commitment to do. Could be more urgent to Spirit Quest. Um, so he Just he, he did apologize. Mm-hmm. So he, he did say he hoped to see us later in the week at East Bridgewater. Oh, good. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, so, yeah, so, Nate, uh, yeah, why didn't you take that haunted iguana, Nate? It's a good we'll question. Out. We'll find out, because yeah. Nate was the one that asked. Yeah, you can go into the... Uh... Personally, I, I, you know, I can 
I wouldn't want it. Well, it's, if you stare at it, you realize. Yeah, if you're a. Yeah, we'll put a picture up on it. I'll take a picture of it later for the Ghost Chronicles There's already pictures on it. Web page. Facebook page. You can just take it off my page. It'll be there. I'll take one because it's currently lying on the back seat of your car. Yeah, it's sleeping. Don't yeah. like it. Don't yeah. like the dragon. Evil looking thing. Hmm. Anyway. So, yeah, we're, so we're, we're, I'm looking forward to this experiment to see if electronic. Can the spirit speak to the living using electronic means? Because it's something that lots of people are exploring. Lots of people are, uh, believe that they can. Lots mm-hmm. of people, you know, go out at weekends with their radios, uh, with their recorders, and record spirit voices. There we go. Are you kidding me? It was a piece of crap. No, Ron wanted it more. Oh, he must be psychic, huh? Yeah. Hmm. So yes, back to back to uh, EVP. What you were saying? I finished. Are oh, you finished? Actually, uh, reports of uh, EVP remote uh, experiments are common. The AA EVP have been doing them for decades now, and uh, the most interesting one, of course, is the big circle, as they call it, where they have investigated said certain parts of the world. Uh, turn on their recorders and you'll have one person ask questions in one part and uh, hopefully the spirit answers on recorders elsewhere in the so world. So we don't need to do the experiment because... Oh, uh, yes, you do. As, as, as you know, as a scientist, it, it, it takes more than one independent uh, study to... I'm sure uh, the AAVP are more than well qualified, so we can rip that one up and forget about that one then. We can well, go back you to, can, but I, I intend to do it. We can I, go back to crayons and pencil. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. anyways, because uh, we, we can't hold a candle to a GVP, right? Well, Absolutely, the, the the predominant force and well, because you would know, you would know the president of the AAVP. I would actually. What was, what was the name of the Sarah Epstep? Yeah, that was the name. Anything Sarah. else you want to know? No, just just curious, jogging my memory. Okay. Yeah, in fact, uh, Jim Jim was. Uh, quite involved in the, in the EVP. He was uh, a caretaker of it for a short while uh, while they were doing something. I forget what the story was on it, but he, he had the keys to the building, as they said. So, But anyways, uh, a electronic voice phenomena, you seem to believe that it's getting extremely hot in the UK. But no, been... no, I didn't. I said uh, following the release of white noise, mm-hmm. I mean, EVP had always existed mm-hmm. uh, because it, it, it originated um, way, way, way before the, the sort of classical history in 1957 with Jürgens in Europe and Sweden. Mm-hmm. But it had never really become popular with British and European ghost investigators prior to the, the movie White Noise. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was the next logical step beyond EMF meters that were failed ghost detectors that People then tried to communicate to, with the spirits using the lights on the EMF meters, and it was a matter of time then before they went to recording voices. And the great, the great breakthrough, of course, wasn't really the film; it was the development of the digital voice recorder, because it meant that you didn't have to mess about with cassettes. Right, because um, you had to use brand new cassettes. Yeah, um, and and also you then had to wait and rewind and play stuff, so it, mm. you didn't really get the results. It wasn't conducive to being done in a haunted environment. Whereas with a digital recorder, like with digital photography, you can ask your question, hit the button, and get an immediate response. Mm-hmm. And then you, that leads on to the development of the Frank's box and these radio devices, which are really a development of Spiricom. And there's some fabulous video of um, George Meek 
in a, a really uh, in a two-way fully interactive conversation via the Spiritcom device. And of course, with boxes like the SB11, the SB7, Spirit boxes, and other devices, the, the Shakak, it allows people this this instant gratification of setting aside the medium and any mediumistic ability, <coughs> and they could they too can talk to dead people. Right. But that goes all the way back to spirituals and they, when they did table tipping and Ouija board and any other device that they used to uh, eliminate the medium. They could eliminate the middleman. But anyways, uh, Nate gave us another reply and he asked, uh, was there any psychometry that was done with the uh, marijuana? I don't know. I wasn't there. I was sent. I was, and, I was thrown out right and I, I do have to tell you that there were several mediums that came up to me and told me they did not like the energy around the iguana mary iguana so uh yeah and indirectly we didn't do a psychometry experiment but i was aware of mediums uh you know expressing their feelings uh, about mary iguana so there you go on that uh but yeah so i mean do you think that like the spirit box and those is that truly EVP? I, I don't believe it is. I mean, well, it's not EVP by the classification that the AA EVP would use because they right. don't go into haunted buildings. They they focus their energies into developing uh, two way communications in EE in EVP laboratories. You know, they and the true definition of an EVP is is a the conversion of a white. No, white noise. Well, there isn't a true definition of it. Well, there is. There, there, is, a, there is a classical uh, definition there's as, as accepted by the, the uh, but there is AAEVP. More, yeah, but there is more in the world than the AAEVP. There is also the European um, EVP Research Institute. Mm -hmm. well, they they work and cooperate with the AAEVP, but the AAEVP is not the overarching world authority on defining what electronic voice phenomena is. No, but it's there is accepted no here in the U.S., so... Well, yes, but that doesn't mean that, it, that... The U.S. is not... You know, it's a superpower militarily and politically. It is not a superpower when it comes to electronic voice phenomena and the paranormal. Mm, if you say so. Well, it just isn't. There is no definition of electronic voice phenomena. Oh, we do, so... Anyways. Well, yeah, but that's like saying... We haven't accepted... Uh, that's a Donald definition. Trump approach. No, fine. That's like, we're right, you're wrong approach, no. and that doesn't work. No, because we can't define a lot of things, and if you, if you then start to arbitrarily impose definitions, and this is one of the problems that you get with electro with electronic voice phenomena, because you have groups who say that's a class A, that's a class B, that's a class C, but they without really understanding the classification system that they're using, or the 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 the, the own there have been attempts by the AAVP and by the European EVP Institute to examine, to try to classify and understand the categories of electronic voice phenomena. Well, there but are, the, but there there are, are no, classifications. But, or well, of course there are, because that, it is innate human nature to try to pigeonhole things. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean to say that the AAVP is, is the, uh, the, or the standard. There is no standard. And you cannot say that... The, the I just did. Maybe standard. I can repeat it for you if you didn't hear well, it. You can say it. It doesn't mean it's true. I can say the Earth is flat. It doesn't mean it's flat. I can well, say there are a lot of people. I can say there. I can say. Oh, look, it's dark outside, and it isn't. It doesn't mean it's dark outside. You're just going to be blind. Well, it doesn't mean it's dark outside. It just means you're saying something. It doesn't mean it's true. And mm -hmm. by constantly saying something is effectively 
misleading, by bullying. Mm-hmm. You're trying to bully anybody who doesn't agree with you into submission to the point where they go, well, you can call it what the hell you like and we won't bother playing. Mm-hmm. And so then you you have distorted the research beyond all um, point of doing. Based on the research committed by the AAUVP. I thought you were going to say based upon the research committed by the AAUVP, who are not the world universal. Right, but based on that, those yeah. are the definitions we draw to point, so... And further studies, but uh, anyways, so uh, voice thermometer, yeah, thermometer, voice thermometer is is interesting in that you can actually hear a spirit, but like everything else, but everything else is uh, open to interpretation, well, including the first thing that you just said that you can hear a spirit, right? Because that is an assumption because you're assuming that you are talking to the dead. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 presumptive. That's right. that's starting. Well, the reason. any good thing you you well, have no, to start with the thesis, start out with the theory, and then you go. With the well, isn't isn't the best thing to do? Isn't the best thing to do? Otherwise, you'd just be sitting here doing nothing. So, would it be perhaps a better idea to try to understand where the voice is coming from before you try to decide what it is? Mm-hmm. Because if, for example, it is terrestrial in origin from a radio station. Then, click, which you could test for, then clearly it is not going to be spirit produced right. from another dimension. So, for, for instance, like the the. But the uh, problem with most EVP researchers is they automatically assume that the noise that they're hearing is a spirit voice, instead of instead of trying to determine the cause of it. So, like in other experiments with the EVP in the bigger circle, for instance, when questions are asked remotely and answers are received uh, remotely, uh, there is a verification that. Uh, there has been answers re- uh, given. So w- since you're attempting to speak to the dead, you assume that the dead are talking to you if you get a response. Well, no, that's wrong as well. No, that's, so. that's presumption-led. Mm-hmm. Because you ask for something to happen doesn't mean... It, in your belief system, if you say, I am going to talk to dead people and anything I hear I will assume is a dead person speaking mm-hmm. to me, then that doesn't mean it's a dead person speaking to me. That just means you believe it's a dead person speaking to you. You are misleading yourself then. So it becomes a self-fulfilling delusion. As I mentioned, it's a theory which they attempt to... <laughs> it's not a theory. To prove, so. It's only a theory if you can test it. It's an idea. It's a, a theory test. is only a testable That's idea. That's the purpose of the whole experiment, yeah, of course. You can't, if, you can't, if you can't test it, it's not a theory. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway. How One long have we got? One minute to the break. Okay. Because a lot of people use this word, I have a theory. Mm-hmm. If you can't test a, an idea, then it's not a theory. A theory is an idea that, that is put to the test. You can test it. It doesn't meet your criteria, but it can meet certain criteria of the... Of there is the... actually a definition of a theory. Really? Yeah. Okay, what is? Yeah. Which is? It's an idea that's testable. There you go. Yeah. Well, if you can't test it, then it's not... You can it. test it. No, you Do can't. you know the definition of test? Maybe you don't. Well, test is not presumptively saying I will talk to dead people and they will talk to me back. Anyways, this is a tune, so we got to take a break. So uh, tune in uh, next time when we uh, say... got half an hour left. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, anyways, you're listening to Ghost Chronicles International here on Tojanet, and we'll be right back after the following messages.
Hey, listen, high atop of Nuns Hill in Groveland stands the Chapel of the Little Missionary Sisters of Charity in Vesey Memorial Park. This serene scene will be the location for one of the most extraordinary events ever to be held. For three days and two nights, these sacred grounds will host the realm of Dan Brown's best-selling novels, Angels and Demons, and The Da Vinci Code. As part of the event, like in the novels, you'll become a symbologist and follow a set of clues on your own quest to find a missing relic. And there's so much more. Costume dining with the dead, a conclave, a Da Vinci ghost hunt, red light seance, workshops and presentations, a papal death mask, a replica of the Shroud of Turin, and speakers like Keith Johnson from Ghost Hunters, Steve Parsons from the UK, psychic artist Nancy Smith, and Ron Kolick from Ghost Chronicles, and many others. Go to NewEnglandGhostProject.com, that's N-E-GhostProject.com, or CirclesOfWisdom.com for more information and to purchase tickets. Or call 978-455-6678. Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. part two of ghost chronicles international do we really exist do you know one of the great things about being is here cat alive or dead it, well is, is that a theory or is that because i, I was one of the really cool dead. things about okay, doing this is i could I, I can walk away from you i i can sit at the opposite end of the room and continue to do the entire show and you can't do anything about that so uh, yeah but i'm come back so welcome back to part two of ghost chronicles international with uh, your learned and wise host, New England's very own Van Helsing, and me, the humble student of the master. Uh, Karina was just saying how that theme is awesome. Of course, I told her it was the theme from Van Helsing. So there you go. Yeah. So special blend. This was something. Oh, let's not go there. Why? Because you're in the moves. 
not. Yeah, you are. Special blend we've mentioned on the show, but people don't necessarily know what it is. And yet, over the weekend, you um, you had to deliver some holy water, which is this, one of the essential elements of, of special blend. Mm-hmm. So what, what was the inspiration and ideas behind the development of special blend? Well, special blend was... Uh, and where can people get it? <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Where can you get it? Uh, for years, we've used it. And, and if you read the book, of course, you know it's in the book. And people have always asked me, Ron, where can I get there? Where can I get it? So eventually, uh, I teamed up with Leslie Madden of uh, Positively Brilliant, and we uh, came up with the special blend for sale, which is available through her, through her yeah, website. People wanted it, but why? I mean, what was it? What, why it's a protective spray, basically. Thank you. Protective spray. Just but like, it's not just a spray, is it? I mean, you, there's a lot more thought and effort gone into this. There is. I'm trying to help you sell this. <laughs> Wait, come on. Here's a story, and it, it, a little crucifix, isn't it? It is. It is actually, you know, it, it is. It actually is a, like, a, as Maureen always said, like an onion of protection. It, uh, it's a, uh, a blend of holy water, liquid sage, and Jack Daniels, and uh, comes in a Reiki-infused bottle with a silver-blessed cross on it, and this, the prayer of St. Michael's is also printed on the label as well, and it's called Van Helsing Special Blend, so there you go. And where can people get it? Uh, through Leslie Mod's website, Brilliant. Which is? Brilliant. Positively Brilliant. So there you go. Well, that's, I mean, as a, as a salesman, that was truly dreadful. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, you I know, never try hawking my stuff. Really? I mentioned them, but really? I'm not hawking them. I sat in there for a whole hour while you and um, Maureen. Maureen. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like listening to the Home Shopping Network. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I mean, people. There is obviously a demand for it, and, it, and they move we, right we, on. We, we, yeah, but we might, you know, we, we we might be slightly humorous about it. But you, you didn't just pour stuff into a bottle. No, no, no. It's, know, like, it's holy water. But, but it's you told a story about how it was used um, when you were more remote. Yeah, well, you can, you, yeah. The case that really the people it. might find interesting. That's all right. No, that's fine. No. I really don't want to get into it. So well, you did at Spirit Quest. Yeah, I know. So what? All right, we'll change the subject then. There you go. All right, so what would you like to change the subject to? Uh, let's talk about ghostology. Fine by me. Except which will be, which will that's be, the subject of tomorrow exactly, night's radio that show. Was, that was a promo. Okay. Uh, Steve will be joining us on tomorrow on Ghost Chronicles Next Generation in studio for uh, a, a uh, show on ghostology. So I'm excited about that. Uh, Good luck it. What's that? You could look excited. I am. You're flat out with your eyes shut at the moment. I'm resting. Do you always do the radio show with your eyes closed? Oh, you betcha. Really? Mm. Cool. Just it's changed my whole perception of how the radio show's done. Yeah, you know, lay back. You know, I'm in front of a big computer in Smoker, the office soggy. with all of the stuff to hand for when you fire questions at me. Mm-hmm. And you've got your feet up on the coffee table. And, yeah. Wearing your smoking jacket. I'm zoning in. That's the yeah. important thing. You have yeah. to zone in. Yeah. String vest, stogie. And if I close my Holy eyes socks. and open them up, I can tell if the radio is moving. socks. Is it really? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, uh, we, we, we went to a. Um, we're doing a lot of interesting stuff. We're going to a haunted place tonight, which should be. Yeah, we've done that one. But we've been to a really interesting, a really cool, not interesting. But you know, you're going to go there. You haven't been there. Now, I'm so, talking about. We've mentioned that earlier in the show, don't yeah. we? Yeah, this isn't the plus one episode. Oh, okay, right. But we 
went to a really cool place this morning, so we don't have back home in the UK yet. Demolus Market Basket. Yeah. Um, now, on a smaller scale, a lot of our shops, we don't have Halloween like America. And a lot of our shops do have Halloween sections. They have a, a rack or two or a shelf or two mm-hmm. or even an aisle or two now in, in, in some cases with Halloween um, masks and ornaments and scares, lights. But we we uh, visited a number of chains of a store, uh, a big store chain over here, like a pop-up that comes around Halloween. And we, yeah. We've been up there this morning um and we, it is absolutely full of all mm-hmm. of your, I mean, on a scale that I, I think uh, British listeners could only imagine. Really? You don't have done anything like that Nothing, all, Nothing no. on that scale. In fact, mm-hmm. I took some, some panoramas of the inside of it and sent them to my daughter. Oh, uh, really? And she just sent back, so jealous. Hmm. So jealous. And, yeah, um, that's interesting. It's got, you, you Americans put a great deal of thought and effort into Halloween. This is a, 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 a an event that we in Britain used to be. In fact, even now, it's really only a one-day-a-year event. You know, it starts, it starts at you know at sunset, and it's pretty much over by bedtime. Mm-hmm. But in America, it starts on the first. In fact, it started now. There are pumpkins out on on steps, and there are Halloween lights already out. But there is. I mean, why why is Halloween? Why do you think, as an American, Halloween is so so popular? Oh, we like the party. I like the in-depth answer there. You know, the considered response. Mm. We like a party. We like to party. We like to have fun. We like to pretend. We like to no, I mean, dress up Halloween and forget about all our, our problems in the world. Forget about ISIS. Forget about Hillary and Trump and just go out and is enjoy not, ourselves. Is it, is it cultural in that, that um, because America, you know, you get candy, which is good. You get the dress up and party on so it's yeah it's a lot of fun but you have another one almost straight afterwards don't you thanksgiving yeah thanksgiving is different though it's just a family thing yeah, but it's a party it's not a party it's a family thing okay it's it's when we get together has the the pumpkin that's so synonymous with halloween mm-hmm. and the fall um is that really a sort of thanksgiving because thanksgiving is really for the harvest isn't it mm-hmm. well has the pumpkin sort of transferred itself from Thanksgiving into Halloween? Well, the there are many, many tales about the jack-o'-lantern and everything. Of course, the Headless Horseman, uh, you know, that's part of his little tale, too. And he throws the head, which is really jack-o'-lantern. So. Uh, but anyways, I don't know how we get on this subject, but it has nothing to do with ghosts or anything. But so Well, it does. I mean, it's season of the year. It's the, it's the busiest. This is the time of year when uh, the, the newspapers want ghost stories. And there are uh, we saw um, adverts, leaflets uh, in the supermarket earlier for $20 off uh, the Haunted Hayride and the Haunted House attraction. You know, it is very, very big here in America. Well, you know... It, and as a Brit, you know, this is something that that we don't do yet. I mean, it's, it's increasing, but I'm trying to get into the why. You know, why is it so popular? What's different about our, our colonial cousins? I don't know. It's just something we do. But the more important thing is that you know that haunted attractions can actually be haunted. Well, yeah. And we just had uh, a couple of uh, weeks ago on our show about a, a hugely haunted place, a hosp- haunted hospital in Utah. And uh, there are tons of reports of patrons who go in there and uh, actually experience paranormal activity. 
including seeing people that aren't there and and being scratched and uh, touched and uh, this this is not uncommon and even with uh, Rich and Steve Gibson when they perform their their magic or whatever whatever they do their performances they actually often have paranormal activity occur as well, things that weren't in the program but seem to happen. So my question, I guess, is is does this intent create the paranormal activity? In other words, or does it feed, the paranormal activity feed on this intent to be feared, to be scared, to have strange things happen? Uh, it's an interesting uh, proposition because... Uh, a lot of people believe that intent is hugely powerful. And, uh, you, you know, even in mass hysteria, where we have people go looking to see something and then they see it, even though it may not be there. Don't you find that uh, common in many uh, ghost sightings as well? Well, not in ghost sightings, but intent. Intent as a basis of a belief system exists right throughout, say, for example, magic. Um, the, the 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 power of the will, and in fact, um, if you look at uh, Alistair Crowley's work with the Golden Dawn, it is all uh, inspired. It is all will because Americans are what? Just talk. Okay. I mean, most of the. Um, <laughs> you forgot what you yeah, said. <laughs> See, that's why you get distracted. Squirrel. 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 It's based on will, willpower. The, mm -hmm. the, the, the power of suggestion mm -hmm. is part of willpower, too. Um, in terms of. Well, a mentalist, would, right? Would, Doesn't a mentalist yeah, use that? Yeah. But in terms of um, creating or, or causing a paranormal event to take place because you are faking or acting a paranormal event. Mm -hmm. There are certainly precedents within parapsychology really? um, where experiments have been commenced and the experiment seems to have generated activity beyond the, the expectations of the experimenters. Um, that would be... People always point the finger at the Philip experiments, of course, where... The, the, a group of people created a spirit that they could communicate through uh, seances, where they created... Where was this occurred? This is a conducted... Canadian one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and they created a persona, um, and they, they dealt with the uh, seances as if they were dealing with a real persona. Mm -hmm. um, subsequent to that, of course, people started to report real interactions with this created persona. There is also instances um, of reported, uh, there was a created apparition in London on the banks of the Thames. Um, I don't have the details, and of course I'm a long way from the bookshelf. Right. But there were the creation of an apparition that was, seen, that was supposedly seen ascending out of the water, out of the River Thames, dripping wet and up the steps, um, was a created apparition, but then people went on to go uh, report seeing it. And indeed, there have experiments that I, I have conducted where we have concocted a tale um, of a galloping figure, galloping knight on, on horseback, mm -hmm. and people have reported experiencing that phenomena, which we knew we had created, but we only created in, in so much as we told a story. 
and then people went on to have an experience that they ascribed to that particular um, cause. You know, <coughs> excuse me. You know what's interesting is is you you talk to people who deal with uh, demons, for instance. <coughs> excuse me. And uh, terrible things. Yeah, demons. Yeah, you know, they haunt the guanas and everything. It's yeah. awful, awful. But anyways. Well, they will tell you, like, for instance, using the Ouija board, is that the spirit of the Ouija board will be whoever you want them to be. And I mean, it's not Captain Howdy. <laughs> it could be Captain Howdy. Yeah. Mr. Splitfoot. It could be Zozo. 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 But in reality, you know, is that really occurring, or is it the, the participants on the Ouija board that, uh, is creating the entity. Well, only um, very recently, the leading Catholic exorcist, uh, Gabriel Amorth, I think that was how you say his name, mm -hmm. passed away. And he was a great sort of warner off of going near the Ouija board because mm -hmm. it would open up a portal. Of, what is this well, open up a portal? Well, I don't get that. It, well, I'm he sorry. didn't say portal. He okay, said it would, it would open up a mechanism, a a pathway for people to become possessed by demons. Okay. Now that might just simply be that not not so much a portal as we understand it from a wormhole in Star Trek, but a mental state that leaves people vulnerable to a some form of oppressing demon or, or oppressing entity. Mm -hmm. Now the Catholic, you know, he, his job was to go around. He he, he claimed to have uh, carried out over a hundred thousand exorcisms or blessings release blessings so he he and and indeed um he founded an organization within the catholic which has now been accepted within the catholic church which is the uh, the ATAS, the association of something exorcists uh, asa um that he founded and was has been accepted by the catholic church in 2014 as uh, a legitimate organization for the conduct conducting of exorcisms mm -hmm. So clearly, the Catholic Church, which is highly, influ highly influential and has a great deal of, um, has centuries mm -hmm. of um, experience or... Um, Probably the number one... Yeah, I mean, but we have to say, as I said... Entity in, for fighting demons. Well, as I said in my talk on exorcism, it is very much to the benefit of the Catholic Church... Uh, that they that evil exists, because unless you have evil, then the church has right. less of a role. You know, you have to have um, yin and yang. If you yeah. don't have the light, you can't dark. You can't have the light. If you look at the American um, political system in the 1960s and 70s, prior, uh, during the Cold War era, America needed Russia to be the bad guy because it allowed America to develop. Uh, yeah, well, it allowed America to develop technology. It allowed America to divert money into uh, military research programs. It allowed America to develop the space the space race, for example. So, like global warming. Well, if um, if if America wasn't if, if Russia wasn't the bad guy, America wouldn't have gone to the moon in 1969 because they did they wouldn't have had anybody to beat. Right. So it is beholding upon the Catholic Church to justify its existence by creating an evil force. Mm -hmm. You know, we are here to save your soul um, from this 
evil force. Mm-hmm. So you're, it's unlikely that the Catholic Church would ever turn around and say there are no such thing as demons, because what they would effectively be saying is you don't need us to uh, fight for yourself. Yeah, but unfortunately, if if you are practicing Catholic, then you understand that the message is is not uh, about demons and it's not uh, about uh, uh, have, having relying on uh, fighting them or anything like that. It's it's more of a different message that's given uh, in the Catholic Church today rather than. Uh, but there are there are there are elements within the Catholic Church. My concern is, is like, the Catholic Church is like anybody can call themselves an exorcist. Oh gosh, yes. yes you As know, I said in my talk, there are two ways to become an exorcist. One is you can, whatever your religion is, you can undergo the specific training of your religion, or you can simply set up a Facebook page and call yourself an exorcist. Exactly. There are even, uh, as as you know, there are even um, you can get degrees in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know might how you, good the paper is, but might take uh, you two or three days in some cases. Yeah, so yeah. Well, and at least maybe twenty-five or thirty-five bucks. Like, you know, that's how I got. Well, that's how I got my religious um, titling. Did you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Twenty-five dollars. So uh, I'm curious, and we've mentioned this before about Peter Popoff. I mean, does yeah. Peter, Peter Popoff fight demons? I, I'm, I was curious. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, Peter Popoff calls upon um, God, or sorry. Peter Popoff acts as an intermediary. Um, God will bestow riches and he will bestow health and blessings upon you in abundance. Mm-hmm. Um, but he requires an intermediary to do so. Oh, um, I see. And Peter Popoff is the intermediary. And Peter Popoff will um, collect your gifts to God. Your, oh, yeah. um, and then he will... A few quid, whatever yeah, Well, it's more than a few quid. Um, and then he will... Um, let God know that you've you've sent the check, mm-hmm. um, and then God will you know bestow His His abundance. I will. Blessings. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know, you, I regularly. I've missed this week probably. It's sitting on the doormat at home, three thousand oh, miles good. away, yeah. seeing what He sent me this week. But I've, you know, it's like God has sent Peter Popoff a message saying that He has, um, you know, these huge blessings just waiting for me. All I have to do is to uh, sign or fill or touch something and put it in an envelope together with my um, check. Mm-hmm. Or, or I can now use PayPal. Your divine check. Or a credit card. Yeah, oh, that's good. Yeah, they've added PayPal quite recently. That's, that's good. And then uh, all I've got to that's do then important. is sit back and reap the uh, uh, rewards from God. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. So if I sent my prayer to Peter Popoff, you do it saying, online. What would say? Say could I'm, actually do it before we finish the show. Say I'm finding demons and I need his help. Could he help me? That's what uh, I'm curious about. I don't know what you. Um, as we said before on the show, um, you fill in an online prayer request, mm-hmm. and uh, you sit back uh, you, to your email address and, of course, your your postal mm-hmm. address, and then you just sit back. And, so if uh, I sent an e. Request saying that my co host was possessed by demons and I want him exercised. Yeah, that would he would do send it. his money yeah, to would, Well, yeah. he wouldn't send you money, but he would, you know, he would, I would send him money and well, you would he would send you envelopes for you to put money in. Uh huh. Um, in fact, you know, we have about seven minutes of the show left. If you go onto the Peter Popoff Ministries website, you, oh, could, no, it's like you could you could actually you could actually get it done now before we finish the show. No, I require work and I have no. Uh, well, you've only got to fill in one line of an email. Yeah, I know, but then I got to. My co-host, 
type in and it's stuff. Possessed by demons. Yes, I, I would like to do that. I, I may do that after the show or sometime in the near future. You've been saying that for weeks. Well, I've been thinking about it, so it's in my head. How about my iguana is possessed? No, I'm going to get that would be so out. cool. My iguana, yeah, Peter Popoff Ministries, my iguana. I'm going to do it as soon as we come off air. My yeah. iguana is, is, is uh, and we can address the, the male to uh, Mary the iguana. Mary Iguana. And see if Peter Popoff. It's not Mary the Iguana, it's Mary Iguana. Yeah, but do you think Peter Popoff Ministries will send stuff? I'm interested, that's what I'm curious about. Yeah, but seriously, God works in strange ways. Do you think, if God is, if, if, do you think Peter Popoff will allow us to, um, will he save Mary Iguana? Will will Peter Popoff Ministries save, should we find out? Should we save, yeah, should we save Mary Iguana? In the chat room and on the uh, Ghost Chronicles International Facebook page uh, for the podcasters, um, Send your comments. Let us know. Should we uh, ask, ask Peter Popoff Ministries to save Mary Iguana? So uh, let us know. And depending on what happens next week, we will we will act upon um, your instructions. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. More so, work for me to do. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. No, no, you got all the crap from, I mean, all that wonderful stuff from Yeah, Peter you're just Parker. jealous. Yeah, I want to get I mean, my own. I have folded out, groaning full of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, holy water. Can we get Peter Popoff on the show? Maybe he yeah, could. We couldn't afford it. He could, you know, explain this ministry to we us. We couldn't and, afford it. You know, and bestow blessings I, on well, us. Well, not only we couldn't afford him, I don't think we could afford bigger listenership, you know? I don't think we could afford the legal action. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I think this would end up in, uh, yeah, I think this wouldn't end well. Do we have an attorney? Oh, sure. Did Toggy not have an attorney on standby if we did that one? Yeah, I told you the time that uh, we were contacted by the most haunted attorney. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wanting you on the show? No, they were, uh, we were going to have Chris Conley on the show, and we were contacted by uh, most haunted to, uh, Richard and I were doing the show at that time, to not to do it. Scratch it, grab it, and run. All the way to America, they called. Imagine that. They called the station and told them that there would be repercussions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was always inter- That was always an interesting idea. I've no doubt that you got an email, um, but mm-hmm. they never they never really threatened a lot of people. Really? What's that say? Six 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 degrees of being an exorcist. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the Philip experiment. Cool. A little extra work. Yeah, well, you know, extra work is work, mate. Yeah. You know what like, I'm we got one minute to go. Extra work. I I just, I've offered to do it because you know it's just more stuff for me. Yeah, but I want to get the free stuff too. Well, we'll set Mary up with a PO box. I will. I will. I'll, I'll set her up. So anyway, I guess we're running out of time. No, I didn't hear the. Did you hear the bell? Nope. I didn't hear the bell. Unless that's one minute to the bell. One minute to the bell. I didn't hear the pizza bell. I don't know. What's that say? It says sorry. It says, oops, sorry, never mind, keep going. Oh, keep going. Okay. I was going to say, it's five minutes to go, yeah. I have no clue. Karina. Yeah. <laughs> she was probably possessed by marijuana. Yeah. It's not her fault. So, I, this um, this idea of the American television evangelist. Um, so, when are you going back? I'm sorry, I missed that Tomorrow. Part. Oh, cool. Yeah. Later today, if there's a flight. <laughs> um, this idea of the television evangelist, this is... There's the pizza. Oh, there's the, the bell. Okay, yeah. good. Now I feel better. So how do people get in touch with you? Yeah, if you want to get in touch with me and... Uh, Tell us about your website. Yeah, it is ineghostproject.com, the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com. And go on it. You can check out where Steve is going to be the next few days here in the U.S. before he gets on his plane and gets his sorry butt back to the U.K. Yeah. This... 
when you give out your website, mm-hmm. it's always anyghostproject.com, the letter N, the letter E. Is that because, I can imagine, because Parasite's had its share of them, is that because people thought any ghost, as in A-N-Y? You got it. Yeah, because Parasites used to get parasites. Really? Yeah, we used to get parasites. Oh, yeah, yeah. we used to get any, A-N-Y. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant any. Anyoldghost.com. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Anyoldghost. There you go. Yeah, we should have put more thought into naming our teams. Yeah. Should have named it Team Ron. Can't screw that up. Yeah, Team Ron. Team We Ron. can screw. There you go. There's your motto. Ron team, team Ron, we can screw it up. That's a good one. <laughs> I always say it's easy to remember wrong, because if it ain't right, it must be wrong. And on that bombshell... No, yeah. you still have one minute left. Yeah, if you, want to, if you want to check out me, you can go to www.theghosthunter.webs.com. The Ghost Hunter. The Ghost Hunter. The Ghost Hunter. Webs.com. Oh, Parascience. Or www.parascience.org.uk. Dot. You, yeah, because there's a flaky Because they can't spell dot com. No, there's a flaky American dot org. Is it really? Yeah, what is it? Oh, it's just flaky. You don't really? want to go there. It's like Peter Popoff Ministries. Do you know when I first got on the internet, I, 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 was, I was doing some research and I went on to the White House website. It, it was, that was, was called www.whitehouse.com, I believe it was. It was a pawn site. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because isn't it dot, dot .gov? Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, back then it was new. Yeah, so. 57. Oh, it's the end then. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So tune in next week and see if Steve is still alive. And how Mary Iguana's getting on. And yeah. let, let us know, should we get hold of Peter Popoff? Should I stay or should we go now? Bye. Goodbye. Good night. Right. God bless. God bless. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us good law.